All right, Mike, check, Mike, check. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me straighten that up a little bit for you. Yeah, so that way it's like directly in. All right. Talk with Easy Podcast, where we focus on building, connecting, and networking. Today I'm joined by artist DK. What's good? Well, What's let me good? take that back because you're, <laughs> you're more than an artist, right? Engineer. Engineer, producer, entrepreneur. Uh huh. Cool, cool guy. Nah, for sure, good. for sure. Hey, look, but I'm glad you made it in safe. I appreciate you joining me today. How you feeling? I'm I'm excited. This is uh as I was telling you, this is dope looking around, seeing all this, <laughs> seeing you make all this and yeah. you know, I'm usually on the other end, uh-huh. you know, of the podcast doing sound or whatever. So this is the first time I've ever been a guest. So I'm sure. I'm really honored for real. Like, I appreciate you. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Like I said, we we go back, you know, but before I get in too deep, you know, I want to get the people insight of who you are. Um what does DK stand for? Drift King? Nah, it's my uh my initials actually so growing up um you know david kim dk so you know people would just throw names at me like dave cool dave Mm -hmm. simple dave dk you know and then i got brothers so my older younger brother same initials so there's ak dk and then ak jr okay okay um where you from like what was your upbringing like uh, suburban. You know, I grew up in Blacksburg, Virginia. Okay. So that, if you don't know, um, it's like right where Virginia Tech is. Uh-huh. Literally where Virginia Tech For is. Sure. If that wasn't there, I'd probably grow up in just middle of nowhere. So, uh, just suburban life. When the students aren't there, there's nothing to do. Uh, so growing up, I was just kind of surrounded by a lot of just nature and uh, foolery, shenanigans. So, you know. For sure. Grab 30 racks and just get lit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I met you during a session um, in RVA. How are you tied into RVA, though? Like, what else is here for you? Oh, man. Like, uh, Richmond's always kind of been integrated into my life. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would ever live here. So it's cool to see that come about. But, you know, I had family who lived here. Um, I remember as a kid, uh, Short Pump Mall in um, like Henrico was the biggest mall I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, wow, you know, the city. Um, there used to be a uh, Christopher Columbus statue, of course, got torn down. Um, right, right. That's where near Bird Park, mm-hmm. I believe. So I remember yeah. as a kid, you know, that phenomenon when you fall asleep in the car and you always wake up in the same spot. Yeah. I would always wake up passing that statue because my uncle lived in that area. So, mm-hmm. um, as a kid, that was kind of my experience in Richmond. And then as I got older, my brothers got older. My older brother was working here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had an internship in Virginia Beach. Oh, uh, wow. I think this was like 2017 for a company called Studio Center. Uh-huh. Um, so the way we made it work was I would stay with my uncle in Richmond mm-hmm. and commute every morning wow. from here Making and then come drive. back. Right. Um, sometimes I got to stay in Virginia Beach because my brother would have a client out there mm-hmm. for accounting if I got lucky. But no, most of the time I go back and forth. So that was really yeah. my first introduction to the city. I had a good friend. Um, she took me to my first, I guess you could call like official studio session. Yeah, for sure. She's like, yeah, I know you're into music. Like, you should check this out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where the studio was. Didn't know what the studio was. Um, years later, I find out it was Good People's. Okay. I was like, oh, I've been in here before. Yeah. So it was just that little taste and sample of the actual life in Richmond. I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, and then flash forward to, you know, when COVID started, 2020, I graduated mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. And then I just 
fate happened and I got a job working at a recording studio where yeah. I met you, Defiant Salute. Studios. Yeah, you for know, sure, so. bro. I never forget that. So that's how it all came together. Got you. So we already made it clear that you do several things. Um, but if somebody approaches you, what, what, what do you consider yourself as? Um, engineer. You know, engineer. it all starts okay. with engineering, but I kind of tie it with producing. Producing. You know, it really, if you... You can always be a button presser in anything, right. whether it be photography, videography, um, music, you know. So for me, engineering is way more than just pressing the buttons. Mm-hmm. It's up to me to make sure that I get a good read on you as an artist and as an individual, figure out what you're going through, what you're trying to get out, what you're trying to express, and then help you get the best take, you know. Right. So I think it ties into producing as well. And I love making records. I love music. Um, so... Yeah. Okay. Respect, man. Like I said, you're a man of many talents. And uh, I feel like the game need more people like you, for real. You know, um, it's missing that the element, I feel. Um, I saw you release Problem a few months ago, right? Yes, sir. Um, okay. How was that? So, for, first off, how was that session? Like, we'll, we'll get touch on the video a little bit after, but how was the session? The session, song? it was... Um, before the session even happened, it was mm-hmm. a premeditated idea I had mm-hmm. for a minute. Um, there's two superstars in the area, and I don't think the world knows it yet. Um, they're not even 20 really? years old, man. It's uh, Lil Ray. Lil Ray. Where's the camera? Shout out to Lil Ray. The, yeah. Right camera on. one, two. Right Shout out to Lil Ray. Yeah. And uh, Dopo Kari. Shout out to Dopo Kari. Okay. Lil Ray's team, Dopo Kari's team, those two are literally the future of the music scene. Salute, salute them. And so I'm like, all right, we got X, Y, and Z popping off in mm-hmm. the local uh, music scene, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, well, these guys got it. I want to give them a scene where they can literally show that they are better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on competition. That's just the core of hip hop, right. you know, and I'm big on music is music, whatever, but it's more than that. It's a feeling. It needs yeah. to invoke scenes. It needs to evoke imagery. Yeah, I'm right so there with you. when I make stuff, I don't just go make a beat. No, mm-hmm. I have to make a set mm-hmm. like a like a production set to allow these artists, these actors and actresses to put on the best performance of their life. On so the yeah, the scene I had in mind. For them two in specific, I wanted to make the most brash, loud, egotistical beat. Um, and I wanted it to look like what, um, you know what, like a zoot suit is? Yeah. You know, like in a Malcolm X or like the mask, like the bum, bum, bum. Yeah, so, I had it, yeah. So I'm like, I need it to sound like that. For sure. And sound bigger. Like it needs to look like the biggest thing you've biggest. ever seen. Yeah. So finally made that. And then I hit up. Lil Ray first. I'm like, yeah, I got this song. This is for you. I need you. You got to get on this. Um, That was session number one. So we coordinated that. I sat her down. And I'm big on prompts. Mm -hmm. I don't like to tell people. I I like to give them a prompt and let them run with it. Because the artist is the artist. Mm -hmm. You know, so I pretty much told her just imagine someone you're just very upset with right now, beefing with, whatever. Close your eyes, think about that person, and imagine they're sitting in this chair right here. Mm-hmm. I pulled up a little rolling chair, and I was like, what would you say to them right now right. to make sure they know this is it? You've crossed the line. 
So she goes, oh, woo, woo, woo. we talk a little bit, and then that's the verse. Mm-hmm. Originally, I told her, don't even worry about a hook. Just do your thing. Mm-hmm. She, she, she goes, I'm a problem. I'm a, I'm a motherfucking problem. Hey, do you think, do you want that to be the hook? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck, man, keep it. Yeah. You know, again, geniuses, they are, yeah, they are the future. That sounds real genuine. So we lay that, and I didn't even tell her I was going to put dope oil on. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to think of the other person. I wanted to do her as if there's nothing else to influence her. Uh-huh. I want her. I want Lil Ray. I don't want Lil Ray with the assumption of this. Didn't, nah, I want her. Boom. She does that. Then I reach out to Dopewell and his team. Mm-hmm. He pulls up. Same prompt. I'm like, all right, Dopewell. Imagine someone you're just the bottom of your list right now, sitting right in front of you. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them to make sure they know, don't fuck with me. Right. This is it. Boom. He does his thing. I play him Lil Ray's part then. After what he laid, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, 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 vice versa. I'm like, hey, Lil Ray, check this out. Yeah. She goes, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I mean, the rest is history. Okay, okay, man. Now, look, that's crazy, man. You know, I feel like it takes people like like that to, to bring out the best in artists. When you can have that communication level to where they feel like, okay, this person care. You know, this person care, you know, and they, they want to see the best, you know. So I'm pretty sure that left a good imprint, like, from you. You know what I'm saying on them? I hope um, so. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, too. Yeah. There was a third session. Mm-hmm. We did it, and then we go, all right, we need to get my boy AWOL, AWOL Beats. AWOL. Shout Super out to AWOL. AWOL Beats. Yeah. You know, he um, he is, like, one of the best personalities to run, like, to run a scene, you know, mm-hmm. host for parties, DJing. He works for the radio now, iPower92. So we're okay. like, as a team, a Moss team, mm-hmm. we got the record now. I made the record. We're like, all right, we need to get AWOL on here to host. Mm-hmm. That's, not do- that's not done anymore for some reason. And that would just take it to the next level. Again, I want this to be the biggest motion picture ever. So boom, we get AWOL to host on there. He lays down. I got him to do maybe five takes. Mm-hmm. And I pieced it together from those five takes. So that's the final take you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up shouting out Missy Elliott on there. You know, Missy, we're here. And then we kind of roped that into the whole marketing scheme. Yeah. And then she kind of gave us the cosign. She ended up reposting our stuff on Instagram. And that's how we knew it worked, you know. For sure. Okay. Um, now you speak on Moss Entertainment. Y'all definitely have emotion. You know, I congratulate y'all on that. Um, everything y'all got going on, what role do you play with the organization? First, what's, what's the purpose? Uh, um, the purpose... You, before you explain what you do, what, what does Moss bring to the industry? I would say a level of uniqueness, mm-hmm. professionalism, and uh, selectiveness. You okay. know, it's like there's a lot going on in Richmond, in the country, in the world. A lot of noise, a lot of hoopla, X, Y, and Z. Um, and we found out that us three together, me, AWOL Beats, and my boy Kurt Mack, mm-hmm. um, we're the founders. And something we realized is us three together, our talents put together, and more so our values. You know, it kind of was very cohesive. Mm-hmm. So Moss Music One Stop Shot was formed. That's just like a really condensed part of the story. Yeah, so, for sure. There's a lot more to it, but pretty much what we wanted it to be was uh, a center of just a multimedia center for yeah. the professionals and more so the people who care. 
We don't care if you got 20,000 followers, 20,000 streams, Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't care. Are you about it and are you unique? Are you going to do something to actually change and affect the fans, the audience, the world? It's all about impact. We're big on mantras. So one of our top mantras is, you know, success is determined by your impact on others. Legit. Uh, There's a lot of people just kind of like, oh, uh, we can call it cloud chasing, whatever. It's like, that's cool. Whatever Mm -hmm. works, whatever works. But that's not a road we want to follow. If you have a good heart and a Mm -hmm. good mission and we can feel it off rip, boom, that's a, a partnership waiting to happen. Okay. I respect that, man. Uh, I definitely have been, been paying attention to that uh, recently, and I see that y'all definitely making some good moves. So I salute y'all over there. Um, you as well. You know what I'm saying? Look at all this. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, just I believe in going after what you want. You know, um, you put your mind to it, you get it. But, you know, you got to work. You got to grind. You yep. know, that grind come with it. Um, do you have any pet peeves, I would say, as being an engineer? <laughs> um. I would say in preparedness. Is that a mm. word? How about not being prepared? Not being prepared, yeah. Well, we go with that, yeah. Not being prepared mm. and um, I don't know. It's just I, I don't really like having pet peeves because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I like to take things and don't look at them at face value. So like I said earlier, music is, yeah, music, but I see it as film visions visuals i see recording others specifically recording others not as the act of engineering but as therapy so i don't really want to say any peeves Mm -hmm. you know because that's an artist's safe space right um a lot of the times at least from my guess is music comes from the heart the soul whatever so if they're paying money to record something with me Mm -hmm. there's something going on that they need to get out so I have to make that safe, that space as safe as possible, as comfortable as possible. So, any peeves I might have, that's just got to stay internal because okay. that's not, you know, I can't, <clears throat> I can't knock what they got going on. If, if you're coming yeah. in with a big ego, fuck it. If that's what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let me boost your that's, ego a bit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, no. That's a good answer, man. You know, because it, it's going to be a different answer for everybody, but that's a good answer. Um, now, I believe I met you at Define. I know we worked at Good People's, but I think I met you at Define. You still there? No. So, um, Defiant went out of business, I believe. Um, really? A couple uh, during the summer. Yeah, I think I so. I know that because I haven't been in the studio um, over here in the, in the city for a while. Yeah, um, but. So, what, what happened? I mean. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't speak on, on what happened there. Um, I just know that. Um, my time there was dope. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. I met you, met a right. bunch of dope, and I will never forget that session when I met yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was just again, there comes a time where you gotta grow and move on and start something that you know can help people. Mm-hmm. I don't care about clout. I don't care about anything. Uh, nothing's gonna hold me back if I know something else will help others and impact Facts, others yeah. in the most positive way, or at least the way I think would be the most positive way. So. Um, yeah, I left to do Moss. We left to do Moss, and then the rest is history. I can't, I can't really speak on what what happened there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I just didn't know if like they were just relocating or if if it was just shut down here in the city. But I don't believe they have plans. But okay. I don't know. Okay, cool, fair enough. Um, 
Now, what's the life experience that you went through um, that that may have changed you um, to look at things uh, more focused in life? Um, I could I, you, I could see that cop out answer and be like, I took acid one time, but um, <laughs> I'll say one experience and memory that I speak on a lot mm-hmm. is one of my most impactful recording sessions. And it was one of my first recording sessions. Um, I had a gig at Virginia tech while I was a junior and senior. So I was a junior at Virginia tech. This is around 2019, I believe Mm -hmm. maybe 2018. Um, so the library there had a recording space. Mm -hmm. So I got put on game. There was an organization, Virginia tech digging in the crates, VTDITC shout out. Um, so they put me on. They're like, all right, you care. Like, you should get a job here. For sure. So I'm in this little space running a little Pro Tools rig, um, sound booth. And so there's a, an artist, and she had never recorded before. She had a book full of poems. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this beat from YouTube. I, I kinda, and I had never really professionally recorded anyone. I had just done recorded myself. So okay. I'm like, this is it. So I'm like, yeah, come on. I got you. We do the thing. I do a little quick mix on it. She comes out. I play it for her. And she cried. Mm. She I, I will never forget that. Like, if this is me, the computer, the booth's there. She comes out. She's standing right here. And she cries. Mm. And I'm like, wow. Like, because mm. of the what we did. I touched her, man. Yeah. And yeah. the what the sound and um, not to be like egotistical or whatever you want to call it but like because of what i did to Mm. make your sound pop it touched you Mm. i'm like wow this i always knew kind of just from firsthand but now watching it i'm like okay this is this is something you know this is not just beep boop beep this is if i do this right Mm. and put care and time into it i can touch somebody right you know um so that that's a story I speak on a lot. So okay, man, I respect that, man. It's it's always good to leave that that positive imprint on someone, man. And uh, I felt that just you explaining it. Um, just shed a little tear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now a lot of people say they want to be successful. You know, whether they're artist, engineer, or clothing ambassador, whatever model. How do you define success, man? You know? Like. Like I was saying earlier, the mantras, mm-hmm. one of our top three mantras, you know, like you were touching on, people a lot of the times will define success monetary, mm-hmm. uh, social media, yeah. uh, women. Uh, really, the way we see it, mm-hmm. the way I've always seen it, success is determined by your impact on others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tupac said it. It's like, I may not change the world. But I can change someone's viewpoint, perspective, and approach, and they could change the world. Mm. It's a ripple effect, you yeah. know. Um, and you know, a lot of this was passed down onto me from my mentors at uh, Digging in the Crates with Virginia Tech. So it's my—I don't know if I was born with it, instilled into it, whatever. But it's my duty mm. to pass these things I've learned on more than the morals, the values, but the things I've learned, the experiences, the techniques. Like, why does it have to end with me? It should not. You know, right. that's failure. If I have all this information and it ends with me, that's mm-hmm. a disservice to the world. So success determined by my impact on somebody. If 
I can change one person's life and then they can change a million, bingo, you know? Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Um, before we, we, we start closing out, um, I want to know, like, what's next for, for DK Moss? You know, music one-stop shop, you know, what's next? Uh, so we've been having a couple meetings where um, we're preparing to dip our toes into digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're preparing to uh, link up with small businesses and um, such as yourself, you know, where we'll touch base with them, figure out what they want to get done, and we'll mm-hmm. make the best advertising marketing campaign you've ever believed and seen on screen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we think there's a huge gap in the market for that. Um, there's an excess of content, right? But the purpose behind each piece and the intentionality behind each piece mm-hmm. Um, again, we just like to take stuff to the next level. So digital marketing, that's the next thing we're about to uh, approach. Okay. Digital marketing, man. That's, that's very important in the business world. So, um, I'm sure the game will appreciate what y'all bring to the table. Yes, sir. Um, where can people find you on social media for the ones that's not in tune yet? Um, I'm primarily on Instagram. You mm-hmm. can catch me at, at mixed by DK. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and then Music One Stop Shop, of course, at Music One Stop Shop. And then you can follow our media page at moss.ent. Um, tap in with my boys, Kurt Mac, AWOL Beats, Fly Deezy, Dope Okari, Lil Ray, Kill Val, uh, Enterprise Wise, uh, Lord Sea Life, Calvin LaFleur, The OG. Mixed by three, mixed by jigs. The team is massive, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I definitely let a lot of people out, but you know, yeah. right, man. I want to thank you for a dope interview, man. You know, appreciate you coming through. Of course, organic interview. Um, speaking of organic, you know, I, I know we talked about the organic culture. Shout man. out to organic culture. Yeah, blue hat V8. Yeah, 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 man. They're my peoples, man. Uh, Definitely got to get get out with them and let them know, you know, we touched on that. And uh, like I said, I want to thank you for that. And uh, until next time, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Already.